everyone, welcome back to another week of Pitches Be Crazy. Uh, I'm Lily Schumacher, I'm your host, and boy, I think we got a nice little short one today. We've got some good topics to go through, but I don't think any of this is going to be taking us too crazy long. It's just a nice little refresher, going over some stuff and just seeing what's happening in baseball. So obviously we are just getting done with um, All-Star break. Uh, I think there was already some action last night between the Dodgers and the Giants. That, don't worry, isn't really influencing any of my second half predictions too much. But I figured, you know, we had the home run derby, we had the all-star game. I made some preseason predictions, and it'd be fun to go over them while also offering my second half predictions, just kind of based on what I've seen and what have I liked, what have I enjoyed. So... That's what we're going to be doing today. That's what we're going to be doing, but you know how this goes. Let's let's start it off going through the standings. So if you haven't been paying any attention or, you know, needed a quick refresher before entering the second half of the season, I got you. Don't worry. So let's go. So American League East right now. Shocker. Yankees uh, are currently leading the pack 64 <laughs> with a record of 64 and 30. Uh, the Rays are the closest behind, and they are 12 games back, which is ridiculous, but they still are bo- like boasting a pretty nice record of 51 and 41. The Blue Jays are 13 and a half games back with a record of 50 and 43. Uh, the Red Sox are 15 and a half games back with a record of 48 and 45. And uh, the Orioles are at an even 500 with 46 wins, 46 losses, and are 17 games back. Uh, right on. We'll we'll get to the Orioles later because I can't help but talk about them, and I'm obsessed. And I mean, I think I think it serves me well. It's hard to not be obsessed with that team right now. There's like a few that I I have very strong ties to, and I think it's going to be pretty obvious. Um, in the AL West, the Astros have a record of 61 and 32. So think about the control they've been maintaining and how successful they've been. The Mariners are 10 games back with a record of 51 and 42. Rangers are 18 games back. Angels are a sad 21 and a half games back. And the Athletics are 29 games back with a record of 33 and 62. So can't be too happy if you are them. But, you know, that's just the truth. In the AL Central, Twins still leading, but ooh, it's getting tight. It's getting tight there. So the Twins have a record of 50 and 44. But the Guardians, two games back, and the White Sox, three games back. White Sox also have an even 500 record, uh, boasting the same as the Orioles, 46 and 46, which, you know, pretty fun. Uh, The Tigers are 12 games back, and the Royals are 13 games back with a record of 36 and 56. Uh, I'm going to say it, you know, obviously it's easy to say that the AL East is going to continue to be the most exciting division in baseball, and I think is going to be the most hard fought. But I might be even more excited to watch how the AL Central plays out, and I'm not lying. I know it. a lot of people kind of think it's hot garbage, but boy howdy, I love it. So let's move on to the National League. In the NL East, Mets still hanging on to that top spot. Um, they have a record of 58-35. and 35. Uh, the Braves, though, are only two and a half games behind them with a record of 56 and 38. Phillies are eight and a half games back 
The Marlins are 14 and a half games back. And the Nationals are 27 and a half games back with a record of 31 and 63. Whew. Yeah, not not the best. Not the ha- not, I wouldn't be too happy with it, but, you know, they're they're hanging in there. Um, in the NL West, the Dodgers are the only team in the National League with uh, over 60 wins. Um, they have a record of 61 and 30. Uh, behind them, San Diego, but they're 10 and a half games back with a record of 52 and 42. The Giants are 13 and a half games back out of first. Rockies, 19 games out of first. And the Diamondbacks are 21 and a half. So finally, with the NL Central, Brewers hanging on to that top spot, man. They lost, I think, every game. Oh, the last two games before All-Star break, they lost to the Giants. Um, But they still have a record of 50 and 43. The Cardinals are half a game back. So 50 and 44 just have one more loss right now than the crew. Uh, The Pirates are 11 games out of first. The Cubs... 14 and a half, and the Reds, just just right behind them, with, a, with 15 games back, with a record of 34 and 57. So, you know, to any Reds fan who was really upset with how they did this, you know, first half of the season, you should at least feel better that you're doing better than the Nationals and the Athletics. That's something to be proud of. So you're not the very worst. Not the very worst. <laughs> Um, that you could be, but I wanted to kind of go back uh, and look at some of my preseason predictions, and I will say I wrote down my American League predictions, but for some reason I decided to not write down what I predicted for the National League, but I do remember pretty vividly what I actually said and what I predicted. And if it's off, it's not off by a lot. I'll say that much at least. But I figured, let's do it. Let's go through these and just going to talk about what what did I predict uh, beforehand? And am I leaning anywhere as we're kind of continuing forward this season? And, you know, I'm kind of enjoying actually some of my some of these predictions still. There's a few that I'm probably going to shift around, but this is going to be everything from just standings to MVP, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year. I'm not going to do Manager of the Year today, and I'm not going to do um, like postseason, what my postseason predictions are yet, because I'm just, I just want to kind of go through these basics. So we're going to start with the American League and talk about, first of all, just the standings I listed, and then we're going to go into those top three awards. So. Here are my preseason predictions. Let's do a little grading, a little review. Anybody who's watching or listening, you can always let me know what you thought. Some of these are bad. I'm not going to lie. I don't think any of these are really that close. Maybe the AL West technically, but okay, let's take a look. So the AL East, I originally predicted that um, the top team would be the Tampa Bay Rays followed by the Toronto Blue Jays, then the Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees in fourth, and the Orioles in fifth. So in reality, not not too close. Not too close to what actually happened or what it's been looking like so far. Um, obviously, though, the Rays are in second, so that's not horrific. Orioles are right where they are. Just need to swap around the Red Sox and the Yankees. But... Blue Jays, again, haven't been doing what they wanted to. 
And as for the Yankees, um, here's what I'll say. I was kind of at a point where we've been hearing year after year that we're going to be seeing a really good Yankees team, and then we just haven't. It's They've always been fine. They've performed somewhat, but they have been dealing with a lot of injuries and a lot of significant injuries with that. So it was hard for me to really give them the credit that I think they were deserving. And I was completely wrong. I think I've, if you keep listening or if you've been listening from the start of this, you would know that I had to kind of slowly like eat my own words and say, yeah, they're, they're legit. And I think a big part of it is just pitching, being super consistent, but then being consistent on the offense. I mean, they do rely a lot on the long ball, which is not always going to continue to stay as a really productive means of your offense, but doesn't mean it's going to be non-existent still. So really props to them. I, I just have to say, I think they really deserve a lot of credit. But as for the Rays, this is what I say, and this is what I say every time. If you kind of look at the record, the Rays and Blue Jays, I mean, even the Red Sox, and you know how, again, this whole division's over 500, but those top three teams, really, the Rays and the Blue Jays still have a good really good record um considering that that's pretty much what the nl central looks like and you can't be too upset if you're them but obviously i really expected a bigger fall from them and i had a lot more faith in those teams and a lot more faith in the red Sox. so that's one thing um i think what we'll do is i'm gonna go through all of these and then i'll relist my standings um, as to what I would give them now. So, AL Central. <laughs> Actually, no, AL West, AL West. Ooh, I was going for hot takes with this one. I was like, all in, I'm doing it. So, my prediction for the AL West was having the Seattle Mariners as the uh, champions of the AL West, followed by the Los Angeles Angels, then the Houston Astros, then the Texas Rangers, followed by the Oakland A's. So I got the A's. Uh, but otherwise, again, Mariners are in that second spot, so I'll kind of take it. But I really didn't see the Astros being as successful as they have been, but they've been doing great. And I put a little too much faith into the Angels, which I think a lot of people did. But also, in everybody's defense, you kind of wanted to. You wanted to see them succeed. It seemed like this could finally be their moment and it just really hasn't been, um, which is definitely a little disappointing, a little sad, but you know, you got to take it. You got to, you got to deal with it. So let, let's go finally then back to the AL central um, and see what I, what I went for there. So originally uh, <laughs> my predictions were the white Sox leading the way followed by the Minnesota twins. Then the Cleveland Guardians, Kansas City Royals, and Detroit Tigers, which again, not necessarily horrifically off by any means, especially with how tight the top three teams were. I just didn't expect the Guardians to be performing in the way that they have, but I kind of love to see it. I, I really do. I think it's going to be a really fun division to see how it shakes out. Uh, so that's something to take note of. That's something to take note of. Um... <laughs> And then let me go through and say uh, what my MVP, Cy Young, and Rookie of the Year predictions were. So 
For MVP, I went with good old Boba Shet, uh, because, you know, Bo knows. Bo knows. I mean, it was hard for me to not want to pick him. I really just, I mean, I like the kid. I think he's so much fun to watch, and I respect the hell out of his game. And I would say, you know, he's been having a solid season, but not like I was maybe predicting. Um, then we have, for Cy Young, Shane McClanahan, which... Honestly, I mean, he's hanging in there for that discussion, so I'm proud of myself there. Uh, I'm probably, honestly, that's one where I might just completely stick stick with my original prediction. Um, And then for Rookie of the Year, Joe Ryan. And there's still a lot of talk about, like, who can get that spot. And as much as we don't like to admit, second half does determine a lot, but he had a really solid first half. I think sometimes we forget that he qualifies as a rookie, but... I think we could see that. I think there's still a I still think there's a chance we might we might be uh might be seeing that. But moving on, moving on. So let let's look at this. Let's look at this. Uh I'm pretty sure again, I don't know why I didn't write them down anywhere. I guess I really was just doing them on the fly. Um but again, I remember what I said, so it's not a huge deal. But let's start with the National League East. Um, so I predicted in first we'd have the Atlanta Braves, you know, repeating and taking that taking that division, um, followed by the Philadelphia Phillies. Then I want to say, this is where I can't remember. I think I either had the Mets or the Marlins in that third spot. And no, no, no. Okay, I remember this because I had the Yankees as fourth. So I had the Braves in first. Phillies in second, Mets third, followed by the Marlins, and then the Nationals. So, for the most part, other than the Mets, you know, kind of taking complete control of the division, it wasn't awful. I think I was believing a little too much in the Phillies, and obviously, losing Bryce Harper really sucks. That's something that's kind of, you know, uh, not something you could have predicted happening. Uh, but he's really integral to that team, and it doesn't seem like they're going to be playoff material. Obviously, you never know what's going to happen. Baseball's full of surprises, so we'll see. But I would say I'm not too upset with what happened. Um, I will like when the Mets originally were leading by a lot more. I was really like, "Damn, okay." And it took me a while to actually, you know, like the Mets and I think believe in them, but. I do really like the team now. I think they're a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I like Pete Alonso. I kind of always have, um, like since last season. Uh, I don't know if I ever talked about it, but I like the guy. So I'm not as mad about it as I had been. But I, yeah, I don't know. It's, I think it's still going to be interesting to see how it shakes out, especially since the Braves are only two and a half games back. So I don't know. I think there's something something to be said there. This is where I know I'm very wrong. In the NL West, <laughs> um, um, I had the Giants in first, followed by the Padres, then the Dodgers, and then the Rockies and the Diamondbacks. So I think I, obviously those last two, I was able to get that right. I was able to get that. But I was like, you know what? Agent of Chaos. I want to see 
the Giants just somehow repeat what they did last year, which, again, when I made the prediction, I didn't necessarily think it was going to happen. It was just more, what if? Let me offer the more unrealistic predictions and just say, like, hey, what if this did happen? That'd be fun. Uh, and, again, I wanted to see the Dodgers fail. It was kind of like that whole thing where I'm like, hey, now they got Freddie Freeman. Okay. Uh, let's see that not actually work. Uh, and then it has kind of. Um, obviously, we talked about it last week a little bit with the whole Freddie Freeman debacle. You know, big agent thing going on right now. But they're performing. I think they're not performing as well as they would like to. But obviously, they're still leading that division by ten and a half games. So can't say anything bad about it. And uh, I do see on Colorcast in the chat, uh, Hungry Takes said, totally forgot what the Giants did last year. Most random 107 win team ever. And that's exactly it. And I think um, Matthew Roth, 15 on Colorcast, also says, uh, the Giants had some of the most random hitters besides Posey too. And this is the thing. Brandon Crawford hasn't been performing. I think he was someone where if he could kind of bounce back and do something similar to what he did last year, we would have seen a more successful team even without Posey, despite Posey being gone. But they just have been not able to really connect and make anything work whatsoever. Um, obviously, Carlos Rodon is having a good season. Um, you know, Hal, even Logan Webb, but not in the way that I think they would have liked to see. So definitely... I was definitely wrong, <laughs> but it's interesting to just see how they're still managing to break away, but I still don't know if I, how much I believe in them, but we'll see. We'll see more so. That, that just kind of relies on what my rankings end up looking like. So then, uh, for the NL Central, I predicted the Brewers being first, uh, followed by the Cardinals, then third, Reds. Then the Cubs in fourth, and then the Pirates finishing last. So, again, top two. I think we kind of expected it. We knew what we were getting out of both those teams and had a good idea that it was going to be them contending for it. I thought the Reds would be so much better. And the fact that probably within the first week of the season, I was proven wrong. It was like, ooh, okay. Um, okay, I was really off base there. Not a pun, pun not intended, but I'll, um, I was like, I think they got it. I, I think they can. I think we've seen that they could be decent. Hunter Green seemed really exciting. Um, and then all of a sudden they traded. I forget exactly when I made the predictions initially, but then they traded um, Eugenio Suarez and Jesse Winker and didn't get a lot back in return. And even though it's like, yeah, Jonathan India, woo, gets injured. And then it's like, Hunter Green's exciting. And he's been good, but also has had some really terrible outings. And he's just kind of finding his sea legs. So whatever. And the Pirates have just completely defied expectations. And they're making it work. And I love it. Uh, I don't know if Brett's still listening, but Brett, you got a fun team. Uh, obviously... Daniel Vogelbach, Stan, I have to be as well. I mean, he's a former brewer, and he was awesome. So I'm always going to love the guy. I'm always going to respect the hell out of him and what he's done. And it's just fun to see that team actually, you know, being successful. 
So this is the only thing that I'm like, I wonder if I can find I'm going to see if I can hunt down my hunt down my predictions for. So for MVP, I my preseason prediction was Matt Olson for um, Cy Young, Brandon Woodruff. And then for Rookie of the Year, I did Ethan Smalls. Um, and I think what I originally was like, let's do it. Let's do some Brewer in there for that award, which I think would be kind of unexpected. But then he hasn't played to the extent that I envisioned. He did make his debut, but he's not going to be playing consistently, probably even in the second half. But we're going to see. We'll see what happens. So this is now where I will go through um, and mention like what my predictions are now and um, where I see them going, what, what I think they're going to look like. Um, because I think there's like a fun right now debate with the AL because I, part of me is like, I want to stick with what I, what my gut and I might, but there's still a lot that can happen there. Um, and we already see too in the chat, uh, Matthew Roth 15 on Colorcast said Spencer Strider going to win rookie of the year now in the national league. I think there's a really big chance. Um. I like the kid. I think he's a great pitcher. He got the, he's got the stash, so I'm always game for that. But let's go through. Okay, let's go through my predictions then for what what are the AL standings going to look like at the end of the season? So in the AL East, my number one team is going to be the New York Yankees, followed by Tampa Bay Rays, followed by. Toronto Blue Jays, then Baltimore Orioles, and in fifth, the Boston Red Sox. So shaking things up a little bit. And again, am I putting a lot of faith in the Orioles? Yeah, but I got to ride with them at this point. I think I want to have fun with it. I want to have fun with my predictions and enjoy the hell out of it. So that's what we're going to do it. So Yankees, Rays, Blue Jays. Orioles, Red Sox. Uh, it's the season of the Oriole, baby. Uh, in the AL West, I'm going to have um, the Houston Astros, number one. Seattle Mariners, number two. Texas Rangers, number three. Los Angeles Angels, number four. And Oakland A's, number five. So pretty much how it is right now. I don't think uh, I kind of think that's going to be similar to how it's going to be shaking out. I'd still love to see the Mariners take that spot, but we'll see. We'll see. Ooh, and I see Kevin Zellix in the chat on Colorcast said Boston has never won a division series this season um, yet, so you may not be far off. We'll see. I think it could be fun. I just want to see the Orioles succeed. I really do, and if that means just getting. Uh, like, just being fourth in division. I love it. I love it. For the AL Central, I am going to have it as follows. For the number one spot, Minnesota Twins, followed by the Chicago White Sox, then the Cleveland Guardians, then Detroit Tigers, and then the Kansas City Royals. I would love to keep Kansas City in that fourth spot, as I had initially predicted, but I don't think they're doing enough. I just want to give... I just want to give that spot to Bobby Witt. So 
I, I, but I can't. I can't do that. I want to be fair. Um, so then um, let's go through and I'll do my... I'll do my NL predictions and then we'll do all of the awards. So, okay. For the National League East, I'm sticking to my guns. Uh, Braves are going to take the division. Uh, the Mets are going to be in second, followed by the Phillies, then the Marlins, and then the Nationals. So pretty similar to what we're seeing now, but just flip-flopping the Mets and the Braves. And obviously compared to my preseason prediction, I had the Mets in uh, third, and I'm going to have them finishing second. But Braves are going to maintain control. I mean, the Mets do look good. And obviously... If uh, DeGrom comes back anytime soon, that's going to be huge. But I like this. I say, why not? I think it's fun. I like being an agent of chaos. So for the NL West, um, I'm going to have the Dodgers in their number one spot, followed by the San Diego Padres, then San Francisco Giants, then the Rockies, followed by the Diamondbacks. So Pretty much exactly how it is now is what I'm going to predict it's going to look like at the end. So not much is happening there. And the NL Central, of course, I'm going to go with the Milwaukee Brewers, followed by the St. Louis Cardinals, then Pittsburgh Pirates, Chicago Cubs, and the Cincinnati Reds. So again, another one that I think is going to be the exact same way as it is sitting right now, which, you know... There's a lot of season left. We can see anything happen there, but I just kind of like the sounds of it right now. So that's something to be looking at. And then let's look. Okay, then here, I'm going to go through my predictions right now for the awards, and I'm just going to go by league. So I'm going to start with the American League and just go through my predictions for who are going to take those awards. And then I'll go, go switch over to the NL. So. For MVP in the American lead, I know it's predictable, but I'm going Aaron Judge. He has just really been having a stellar season. I've had him for fantasy, and I was really nervous at first for picking him. And since then, I haven't regretted it. I think there's a big chance we see Shohei repeat, but for now, I'm going to stick with Aaron Judge. Um, for Cy Young, I'm staying with what I have. I'm going Shane McClanahan. I think there's a big chance Garrett Cole could take the cake there, but I say, what the hell? Let's just keep it. Shane's been doing solid. Um, I like the kid. Let's stick with it. For Rookie of the Year, it's hard to not want to give it to J-Rod because Julio Rodriguez has been doing so damn well. But you know what? We're keeping Joe Ryan. Let's see how he finishes the second half. Uh, I think if the Twins can maintain control in the division... We obviously could see him be really a big piece and a big part of that. But I think the Mariners can get to the postseason, even though, again, they're not supposed to follow those storylines. They still the voters love the storyline. If the Mariners make it to the postseason and J-Rod's a big part of it, he, I think he'll, he'll take it. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, so then let's move on to the National League. And I think this is where... It's a little bit harder for me to pick, and I've still been kind of struggling with who do I want to go? This pains me. It really pains me to, like, there's, like, nobody who I really want to pick. And this is something where, I don't know if anybody remembered last year, 
where it felt like nobody really deserved to win the NL MVP. Um, and Bryce Harper got it, which I think he was the most deserving. I think Manny Machado is a great choice, but I just don't love the guy. Um, I know Paul Goldschmidt's leading in the odds, but I think it's very dependent on how the Cardinals actually do. So for my NL MVP prediction uh, for the second half, I'm going Freddie Freeman. He's starting off hot, and I think there's a chance he maintains it. Um, For Cy Young, I'm going to go with Sandy Alcantara of the Marlins. I debated the hell out of that guy and really like boasted why I think he's going to do it. And I still think he's going to do it. So I'm going to, I'm going to stick with my, stick with my gut there. And then for NL rookie of the year, I do really like Seiya Suzuki on Nolan Gorman too. I think he's been fantastic. Um, Depending on how they do, I think there's a chance they can really make a big case for it. Mackenzie Gore, too, of the Padres, he's ridiculous. He's really great, but the mustache will rule them all. So I'm going to have Spencer Strider of the Braves as your NL Rookie of the Year. So as a little recap, for MVPs, I have Aaron um, Aaron Judge and Freddie Freeman. For Cy Young, I have Shane McClanahan and Sandy Alcantara. For the Rookie of the Year, I have Joe Ryan and Spencer Strider. So, hey, um, I got, those are uh, both guys, uh, pitchers, very pitcher heavy. And like Steve McBride said in the chat on ColorCast, if both Cy Young winners this year come from the state of Florida, I would be over the moon. Hey, I think there's a big chance. I think there's a big chance, but that's going to do it for today. Um, Thank you, everybody, who's tuned in today. I hope you guys all have a great rest of your day. Let me know. I want to hear your predictions, what you think is actually going to happen, how are things going to play out in the league. But that's going to do it for now. So thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you maybe next week. I have to figure out when I'm going to record because I'm also moving. So it's kind of a mess right now, but that's how it is. We'll get through it. But you all have a great rest of your day.